0: Thanks, Kylie. Thanks for having me.
1: No, well, thank you for making time because these are crazy days, indeed. Um, and I hope you and all your guys are all. <laughs> so I appreciate you taking time out to to have this chat. But um, I think we also need to try and keep things as normal as we can in the um, in the space. So, so, yes we always start off with what what's your what's the elevator pitch of um, ActivePipe.
0: Okay, so a good question. $6.4 billion is spent on lead generation for residential real estate in the United States alone, um, generating around 120 million leads. That's wow. just residential real estate. Um, some of the biggest portals over in the US have quoted north of 50% of their leads don't even get a phone call back. Um, so there's a $3.2 billion lead leakage problem just in the United States of America Um and we you know we, we know this, the same problem exists here as well, so active is you know specifically designed to to solve that problem middle funnel lead leakage and lead nurturing.
1: Cool, and so how do you do that? Tell us about your key products so, yeah
0: sure so so a, a product integrates into uh, into the real estate agent CRM um, and you can build out journeys through through the platform so we've got you know several different um products in our suite. Um, from you know the, the, the start of the tech stack, um, the product called Send, which is very much top of the funnel, a lead engagement product. It basically enables an agency to create content um, and schedule dynamic emails to their to their database um, on a one-off sort of schedule basis. And then as you move through the tech stack, our next product's auto, which adds a lot of value top and middle of the funnel. So mm-hmm. it offers um, sophisticated group campaigns with a lot of flexibility for an agency to build customer journeys that are aligned with their sort of sales methodology. Uh, the content also adapts based on consumer behavior. So um, as the, you know, and the content's super timely and highly relevant um, based on the fact that it can kind of adapt to the way the consumers are interacting with certain parts of the content that's going out. Um, And then as you move up the tech stack to enterprise, um, it works very much, you know, top to bottom of the sales funnel. So it offers everything auto does, but it also enables lead capture pages along with um, consumer profiling based on behavior. Uh, This helps kind of agents prospect um, because we provide consumer intent in in an easy to sort of digest dashboard on on the platform based on the way that they're just um, consuming the content that's going out from our platform.
1: Cool. So I always thought you guys just did EDMs, but no, there's a, an awful lot more to it than that.
0: Yeah, there is a, a hell of a lot more to it than that, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, pro, uh, agent agent profiling is, um, you know, super, super, uh, you know, consumer profiling for agents is super important. Yep. So, you know, the, the core of our product is to provide, you know, timely, relevant notifications to agents of who to call, when to call and why to call them.
1: Right, yeah, and and you're able to do that through the insights that you're getting from the engagement around the content.
0: Correct. So okay. we we've got some, yeah, yeah. Um, so we've got lots of data models. We we know you know through hundreds of millions of interactions that we get to see through our platform. We know um, you know if a consumer's trending or starting to behave like other people that sold a property in the past. We know that pretty early in the piece, you know. Typically, within five or six interactions, we'll know if someone's behaving like a seller, an upsizer, a downsizer um, or an investor or any of those other profiles. Um, mm. So, yeah, we, we've got a lot of um, a lot of really smart uh, data models that, that help us identify that.
1: Cool. So I'm going to go a little bit off piece here, but like how old is the business? How long have you guys been around for?
0: Uh, we, we're close, nudging towards five years now. So okay. um, we started out of Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia, around five years ago. Uh, we launched in the US market in two thousand and eighteen, off the back of the the Reach Accelerator program, which you know, happy to add some color to that later on as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we launched in, launched in the US in two thousand and eighteen. So there are two core markets, um, ANZ and and US.
1: And what gave you the idea to to for the business? Like, what was the kind of aha moment that made you go, God, you know what? Agents really need this thing.
0: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, through my own experience at the time, you know, I I had a few investment properties, and I kind of saw that there was a there was a real problem here. I, I didn't get much response when I inquired about things digitally, um, and then that kind of led into a whole heap of research that we did around the the full suite, the tech stack in residential real estate across you know Australia, New Zealand, the US, the UK. And we kind of looked at um, where the biggest weaknesses were. We we discovered pretty quickly um, the lead leakage problem, which is just you know that's just mm. new leads, right? That's just that three point you know two billion dollars worth of lead leakage is literally just new leads coming in. But there's also you know when we looked at the tech stack, we saw you know there's there's hundreds of millions of contacts sitting in CRMs right now as well, right? So yeah. It's a lot of noise to cut through if you think about like in Australia alone. There's, there's, you know, north of 150, 200 million contacts sitting in CRMs because there's lots of duplicates, of course. Four <laughs> times the more database. than there are people
1: but in Australia. When you,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, you, when you think about, exactly, um, when you think about there's only half a million-ish transactions per annum, that's a lot of noise to cut through. And we, we, we discovered yeah. pretty quickly that across all of the tech stack, Um, middle funnel lead nurturing and and lead management was the biggest problem that we wanted to solve. Um, And and we saw that there were very little products that solved it properly.
1: Um, And that's kind of how it came about. Let's just pause there for a moment and hear a quick word from our sponsors. As we all know, the problems of the world can always be solved with good company and good wine. And for a truly great wine, check out Smidge Wines from the McLaren Vale in South Australia. Smidge Wines has been rated five red stars by the James Halliday Australian Wine Companion since 2017. Whether you love a big, bold Shiraz, a beautiful well-rounded Cabernet Sauvignon or a Montepulciano, a Tempranillo or a Fiano, check out smidgewines.com, sold exclusively online and proud to be official wine of Australian So, So let's talk about how marketing is changing. Now, when I first posed this question to you a couple of weeks ago, (laughs) it seemed like a perfectly reasonable question to ask, but now suddenly everything's amplified even more. But like, how is marketing changing in real estate? sort of generally, and then let's look at at more recent events.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, has it (laughs) it changed in the last few weeks? Um, I think, you know, I think it's changing significantly. I think, you know, um, looking at COVID-19, it's a real example of this industry needing to kind of right size its digital footprint. Um, We're starting to see real estate you know, we're st- starting to see real cases now for virtual pro- tour products like Matador mm. and the likes of, you know, digital auction platforms and even digital conveying platforms. Um, and, you know, we're seeing networks are really hard to align their suite of digital products um, to digitize the, the transaction as much as possible. I think with um, COVID-19, I don't think anything's going to change. I just think we're going to accelerate um, into the future a lot quicker from a digital standpoint. Um, you know, and I think you know from Active Pipes' point of view, we can we can play a critical role in in that as well um, for for those agencies in in that
1: transformation. So, tell me a little bit more about how you see that playing out.
0: Um, oh, look, I think you know, um, brokerages, agencies. I mean, in all of the markets that we work in, um, they're going to really need to. The, the biggest challenge will be end to end, like top of the funnel, right through to um a transaction taking place, um, they're going to need to think about how to how to digitize that whole process. I guess, you know, the biggest challenge will be there there is a there's an emotional component to mm. real estate transaction. And that typically needs a physical interaction. Um, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge. Um, I, I don't know many people or haven't heard of many transactions that have happened without a, without a physical inspection. I think that's going to be one of the biggest challenges, right?
1: Yeah. But I guess, I mean, but but I think probably the tyre the kicking element of it or the curiosity element of it, we're probably seeing that move a lot more online.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah,
1: which which also
0: has... The other thing, yeah, I mean, oh, sorry. Yeah.
1: No, no, it was the same, which has it got a lot of, you know, time savings for everyone as well, so even better.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think um, things like, you know, open home inspections you know we're off the back of what we're seeing now we're hearing about you know the, the drop in numbers i think that's gonna gonna have to change the private bookings and then there'll be the challenge around you know are they are we being efficient around those private inspections are they um are they really interested or, or are they just kicking tires that's going to be you know another interesting one so i think you know the whole uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens around that whole property inspection you know element of the Of the transaction because that's where the 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 physical interaction kind of needs to happen um, at some point. Mm -hmm.
1: So so why why are EDMs so important in all of this? Like, you know, aren't EDMs a bit old school? How are they part of the digital marketing suite?
0: Yeah, look, that's that's a good question. Um, isn't social media old? Or isn't Twitter old now? Um,
1: <laughs> I saw the other day my I've had my account since two thousand and eight or something, which was terrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, look, look. Let me let me tell you. Just because we don't use the word AI or bots um, every second word, we're, we're still big data. highly relevant. Big, big data. Look, yeah, yeah. Look, there's, there's two hundred and sixty nine billion emails sent across the planet every single day, Um, around 500 million tweets, 6 billion SMSs, 3.2 billion Google searches, and around 24 billion display ads are viewed every day. Now you tell me, you know, is email still relevant? It's still, uh, you know, much higher volumes than than any other thing. I think email address is still the most trusted digital address for for people. Um, It yields a much uh, higher ROI across marketing than most other channels. Um, we We know that for every dollar you spend on email market marketing in in real estate, you get a forty two dollar return um if you if you've done right um, yeah. and you know in the e commerce space, um, I know salesforce often quote um, you know numbers around that 36, 36 to one ratio um, in the in the e commerce space for email so it's still it is still hugely relevant it's still the the biggest medium when it comes to um, digital uh, activity.
1: Yeah, so – so, they're, and they're pretty astonishing numbers, aren't they? Um, if I'm an agent right now, everyone's sort of very scared and, and worried, how would I be – how should I be using ActivePipe?
0: Well, I think for one, um, you know, the market will still need – people still need liquidity, right? So yeah. I think transactions are still going to have to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, so getting, you know, right now eyeballs on properties digitally is super important, I think, yep. to an agent. Um, so you know, if they've got properties to to promote, I think getting getting people to view those homes from their home, some way, shape or form, that's gonna be hugely important. So for us, um, you know, it's all about how can we how can we help and then how can we help integrate other products like you know, the the Matterports, um, you know. Uh, booking products for for private uh, property inspections, uh, virtual tours, and all those things. How do we actually integrate that into our product to to provide a, a suite of, of products that helps them through this period? That's kind of you know our approach um, and 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 what we're doing at the moment. We're we're educating uh, our users on you know how they can leverage those other tools in the platform right now, yeah. um, even as it stands. There's there's a lot you can do through ActivePipe um, in, in a time like this.
1: So what's your view on how agents have traditionally marketed themselves digitally and, and why do you think that needs to change, COVID virus or not?
0: Um, it, yeah, COVID virus or not. It's hard not to bring that into it at the moment. <laughs> um, look, it, it comes down to value at, at the customer level and authenticity um, you know, what content does a consumer need to see at the early, you know, discovery phase of listing or selling a home? Um, what content's relevant to them to make that decision? That's what's, that's hugely important. Um, make it about them first. Worry about yourself afterwards, right? So, yeah. you know, how can you provide them with information to genuinely help them make that decision? You know, if, for example, like, a buyer might be uh, recent sales of similar properties that they've recently inquired about, so they're well-informed on, on what these properties are closing at. Um, information about, you know, getting finance, um, you know, things to look out for when buying a property, or um, they often forgot about, you know, state costs and taxes associated with buying a home. Like, um, I think, you know, um, a lot of agencies forget about, you know, when, when building content, it's the value. What, what value are we providing the consumer when we send out this content? Um, it, it can't be all about all about you, right? And then, then for a seller, um, I think, you know, information that may be, you know, relevant to to help them inform them to make that decision as well, like preparing your home for sale, um, auction invites. Um, so they feel and experience a live auction and know what to expect. Uh, expect um, sold properties you know, similar to theirs that, you know, so they get a feel for the market. Um, all those sorts of things I think, you know, value is should be the biggest driver of, of content. Um, just sending out a um a recipe or what's on email just ain't gonna cut it these days, right?
1: No, or even even just every single listing you've got in your book to to potential buyers. I mean it's it's just easy enough to sort of break them down into what those buyers were inquiring about and making them relevant specifically to to their criteria.
0: Yeah, sure. And I mean, everything I've said to you just then is available in the platform as it stands now and, and can be done fully automated, right? It's set and yeah. forget. So yep. you know, as soon as a, a category changes in the CRM and someone's become a potential seller or, or we identify that they're a seller, um, they can go on that automated journey and, and be well informed. Um, and, and there's plenty of, you know, the, the luxury we have in real estate is for whatever reason um it's taken a while for agencies to really adapt um to 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 you know building solid content for this industry but we're in an industry where people are obsessed with property particularly in australia right so and we've got got access to a lot of content the content being property feeds property information um so consumers are just you know they're hungry for that information if, if we can if you can get that content right and, and just add value to, to the, the content that you're sending out, that's, I think that's the key priority.
1: Yeah. So I couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> as, a, as a proud content provider, yes, <laughs> start telling people the right stories. Um, so who are your competitors in this space?
0: Yeah, uh, good question. I think there's no, um, like I said earlier, when we first did the research in, in all of the markets, um, there was no real one-to-one competitor. I, I think that's still the same right now um, in any of the markets we're in. Um, it was one of the reasons we we really focused on middle funnel lead nurturing is we, you know, we, we truly understood the size of the problem and, and no one truly had a solution to to solve it. So I'd say, you know, there's a different kind of competitor when you think about budget. So there's always lots of competitors when you're talking about share of wallet or share of budget within a real estate brand, brokerage or, or office. Mm. Uh, there'd be a fair, fair amount of competition if you look at it from that angle. Um, there's always, you know, a budget per agent for technology across a brokerage, brokerage office or agency, you know, that they, they always have some sort of budget You just need to make sure that, you know, your product's relevant, provides real value. And I mean real value, not just in your opinion, but from your customer's point of view, when they make that decision to buy your product, that you're going to truly make them happy, you know, after 30 days. Or, you know, you don't want to just think that they're going to be happy. You, you, You want to have the confidence that you're providing enough value that, you know, that's a really important question to ask yourself as a startup is is my customer going to be happy in 30 days when I, when my customer success team call in to, to check on the product? And um, if you just think that and you don't know that, then, you know, you're going to have a whole heap of trouble selling it into into that network.
1: Yeah, true. Let's just... Pause there for a moment and hear a quick word from our sponsors. As a real estate agent, you know you need to be doing more content marketing, but creating posts for social media, creating videos and reports is hard work, lots of hard work, and it takes time. So that's why you need HomePrezo. If you're a typical agent posting one or two social media posts a week, HomePrezo can save you between 75 to 100 hours a year. How many more properties could you sell with if you had that time back? Home Prezzo can help you create engaging, informative videos about how the property market in your local suburb is performing. Plus it makes creating suburb reports, rental videos for landlords and social media infographics an absolute piece of cake. If you can type in a suburb or type an address, you can create a Prezzo using Home Prezzo in just a few minutes. Listeners to the PropTech podcast receive a 14 day free trial. Now, that's twice as long as the normal free trial. So, go to homeprezo.com.au and click the sign up button and use the code PropTech to get your extended free trial. Or we'll click the link in our show notes. So, so, tell me a little bit about the last couple of, of years. Like, so since you um, signed, since you joined the, the NAR Reach program, how has the expansion into the US gone? What are, the, what are the lessons that you've learnt from that? Um,
0: the um, so we were in the NAR Reach program uh, in 2018. Actually, um, mm-hmm. a, we kind of we leveraged that program to sort of segue us into the US market. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was a awesome experience for us. A huge learning curve. We um, we learnt a lot about the market. We were introduced to a lot of the players. Um, uh, off the back of that, I think product to market fit was our biggest challenge. So um, trying to get a product to actually fit a new market was mm. we knew that we had we knew that we had a great product to market fit in Australia. We had great adoption, great growth and, and success in that market. Uh, in the US, it's, it's totally different, right? You've got, you know, buyers and sellers, agents, you've got, you know, big brokerages, the, the, the buyer persona is different, you're dealing with. You know, corporates, you're not just dealing with, you know, individual offices. It's a different uh, sort of sales approach as well. So we have to factor all those challenges in, not only from a product level, but even a go-to market perspective. Uh, but, you know, the guys at NAR were great. And that they've also, um, you know, we've been lucky enough for them to participate in two of our funding rounds um, post post that as well. So they've been huge supporters of ActivePipe um and then they'll typically you know only invest in a in a platform that will radically you know they think is going to radically transform the real estate ecosystem over there so it's a, a huge endorsement but also they've just been you know fantastic guys to deal with so I could couldn't recommend them
1: um, more to anyone so and and big shout out to the NAR team. um so i've got a, i've got a, oh, this is another question off the record Ash, um but i think it's one you'll be comfortable with what what's the, the, the worst case scenario of using ActivePipe would be to just be spamming your existing customers with information that they're not interested in in an email that they they want to quickly unsubscribe from. But what does the best case look like? like? And how hard is it to set up some of those automation or those journeys?
0: Yeah, so our, our customer success teams are there to help set that up for you. We've got yep. out of okay. the box. Um, we've got, you know out-of-the-box solutions for, you know, whether it's a big brokerage over in the US or a a single office here in Australia or New Zealand, we have solutions that we know work and are very tailored based on, you know. So, you know, for example, you know, you can set up a journey that might say that, you know, for any new buyers that come into my CRM, um, I want them to receive, you know, sold property reports every month with properties that either match their profile. So they kind of get a sense for the market Mm -hmm. um, and that could just be running recurring. And then off the back of those interactions, you can then build out journeys as well. So if they're highly interactive with some of those properties, you can follow on with auction invites to other properties and all sorts of, all sorts of things like that. But really, we don't expect our users to just, you know, hop in and think up this stuff themselves. No. We, we have a success team to really, really help them get that engaging content out. And then it's all about iterating. So once you go live with, you know, your, your customer journeys through our platform, um, our success team will check in with you every 30 days to to kind of iterate and improve some of those communications, um, whether it may be just adjusting subject lines or or building out those trails further um, down, the, down the pipeline to, to keep them engaged
1: yeah fantastic cool so look normally at this stage of the interview I'd ask what you think the next five years is going to hold for the real estate industry but I kind of feel like maybe it should be the next five days at the moment (laughs) what's your what's your take on it how are you feeling about the COVID stuff and and yeah
0: yeah um It's interesting. There's, it's, it's pretty foggy at the moment, right? It's hard yep. to know every day. It changes by, I mean, we're having check-ins internally, you know, twice a day now, just checking in, see how things are going so we can iterate and respond. Um, but I guess, you know, um, you know, at a high level, you would have to think that um, people, it, it, real estate's a market, no different to the public, you know, you know public markets, the ASX. Uh, people will need liquidity, so properties need to transact. Um, so with or without coronavirus, I think, you know, that that needs to somehow happen. I think coming out of coronavirus, it'd be, you know, early signals would sort of tell you you'd have to sort of think that there'll be a flood of properties coming to market um, as people need to, you know, need to, you know, divest. And you'll, you'll find, um, I think, that there'll be an adjustment. I mean, there is more demand right now than there is supply. I think that might true up, and there's room for that to true up. But it's just how much that will, how much that'll true up, and whether we'll end up into a, we'll end up coming out into a buyer's market or not. Um, I think that's something we, we can only speculate on right now. But you know, it's looking possible, right?
1: I guess like what we saw from if if you look at the data from SARS in Hong Kong when that hit, really. Um, hard back in I think 2003 the the biggest risk is that there's no transactions at all or if the transactions fall off a cliff I mean with SARS prices stayed pretty high but because volumes were so low and so it was so hard to find anything to buy so if we can keep sort of some kind of movement in the market in terms of transactions which is one of the reasons why it is so important that agents become Better or savvier digital marketers to keep talking to their potential buyers and sellers, and especially loving up their buyers, I guess that's right. it's really so important right now that we embrace that as a skill set that we need to to learn
0: yeah, I think that's I think that's right. I mean if we can um, continue to transact through the next period I mean short-term talking. 30 to 60 days I think that'll be a a, a really positive um, thing Um, but yeah it really at the moment it's it's just all it's so foggy it's you can only speculate right no one I think I I wouldn't think there'd be a board on a company anywhere on the planet that would be prepared for what's happening right now right
1: no (laughs) god no no
0: no no Um, no So I think uh, anything we say now will be you'll be speculating, but you know, our kind of early indicators are kind of what I said earlier. I think it's kind of that's how it's kind of feeling like it might shape out, but um, I guess we just got to got to play it out and see. And unfortunately, there's a lot of hardship, you know, happening in the industry, and it's just really sad to see. And we're just doing everything we can to to help our customers and you know, even customers that are wanting to jump on the platform and and get their digital transformation happening. Um, we're just trying to help them out as much as we can.
1: Yeah. What does the future look like for ActivePipe?
0: Yeah, no worries. Um, so for ActivePipe, I guess for us, it's, you know, we want to continue to solve that problem that um, and we, we want to continue to eliminate friction for an agent to list and sell a home as much as possible. Um, for us, we'll be putting a huge focus um, over the next, you know, four or five years on innovation and we really want to be an essential piece of technology for an agent, but we genuinely, you know, want to help solve the the middle funnel leakage problem in residential real estate. That is, you know, a genuine, um, genuine, you know, problem that we we want to solve as a company and platform. So, and we'll continue to do so over the next, you know, five years.
1: Fantastic. Um- Ash, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know it is crazy out there at the moment, so um, thank you for taking half an hour out to, to have a chat with us today.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks, Kylie.
1: So that was Ash Farugia, founder and CEO of ActivePipe. Now, I'm a big fan of Ash's. The ActivePipe technology was actually one of the first legitimate prop techs I saw in action at a conference while I was still at CoreLogic, and it really blew me away. In fact, I think probably ActivePipe was my first prop tech crush. Listening back on this podcast, it was a hard one and I'm really grateful to Ash for going ahead with it because I had a lot of cancellations um, over the last couple of weeks. But digital marketing and understanding lead conversion are two absolutely essential skills that modern real estate agencies need to have in place. And the COVID-19 crisis has underlined the importance of this more than ever. One of the reasons the industry is being hit so hard right now is because we have avoided embracing the digital marketing space. We've preferred legacy advertising and legacy systems that are just not flexible enough and are not giving us the data that we now need. We need to become better digital marketers and understand the importance of building relationships with our clients and potential clients all the way along the marketing funnel, not just when they're ready to sell or ready to buy. And we need the smarts in our business to help us track and trace those leads and make great decisions off that data so that those click throughs are going to tell us. So I love that ActivePipe is not just out of the box, but has a customer success team helping agents to set this up. You don't need to know it. You just need to know um, who to ask for, for help. And they'll hold your hand while you get it right. So if you want to take control of your marketing and lead generation, even though things are crazy right now, ActivePipe is the perfect tool to do that. So now, thank you for joining me this week. I know it's been a really crazy couple of weeks. If you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech podcast, I'd really love to, to tell your friends or drop me a line, um, either via email at realcontent.guru, LinkedIn or on my Facebook page. You can follow the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor and Apple iTunes. So I'd like to thank my audio support, Charlie Hollands and the very wonderful Jill Escudero and our sponsors this month, Spinch Wines, official wine of the prop tech industry And Home Prezzo, turning your data into amazing marketing content. And both those businesses have offers to help you through um, the virus. Home Prezzo is offering free trials, extended free trials for um, growing your marketing content. And Smidge has a free delivery for um, boxes of six or more wine. So thanks, everyone. Until next week, keep on prop teching.